to today's episode of Say Word, and today is a special edition, y'all. Good day and good to have you all. Today is the Valentine's Day special, and you may remember that we did something very similar to this last year around this time, and we're happy to do it again. I am joined by my co-host today, also known as my significant other, my partner in crime. Noelle, you want to say hi to the people? Hi, everyone. I feel like I just have to say first time caller, long time listener, been enjoying you guys for the last two years, and I'm so excited to be here today. We're happy to have you. We're happy to have you. Views and listeners are probably going to spike after after today. (laughs) And we're joined by a group of very incredible people. We got Hershey and Alawiya, or it's really known as the Alawiya show featuring Hersh. Accurate. (laughs) We got Zenny and Batter joining us. Y'all want to say hello to the people? Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. And we got Hassan, Hassan, a.k.a. Shazam. Hassan, we are happy to have you. Glad to be here. You're going to be kind of our neutral perspective. Anytime one of us (laughs) feels a certain way and then the other side feels another way, you're going to kind of bring us back down and and ground us today. So we're, we're happy to have you, my brother. We're going to start off light. There's not really main topics to, to, to discuss through here today, unless y'all want to bring up something. But Noel, you want to actually go through the dating app question that you had posed earlier today. Oh, yes. Okay. For our first question, I'd love to hear what are your thoughts? Obviously, we may or may not have experienced dating apps in our lifetime, but imagine that you were responsible for creating a dating app for everyone out there that was looking to use it. I want to know what feature would you include or maybe exclude if you were designing one? Tough one. That's a good question. That's a good question. I would say extra steps to take so that your identity can be verified because catfishing these days are real. The stories (laughs) I'm hearing from my friends. (laughs) I was going to say the exact opposite. I was going to (laughs) say... An app for people who want to catfish each other. (laughs) Clearly people find that fun. Hey, go at it, you know? It sounds like quite the social experiment, catfishing for catfishers. That's an interesting idea, actually. Catfishers are often looked down upon, maligned. They're human beings, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've become a catfishing activist. <laughs> this guy, like, why is no one here? Why no one plant their flag here? I'm gonna plant it. Pro catfish. I'd record the meetups. That would be. That's actually a good idea, better. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. that would be a incredible Netflix special. Mm-hmm. And it'd be more like a comedy. It wouldn't have to be so tragic, right? Like it's just like, oh my god, that's what you look like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be joking. <laughs> I I think I would um, introduce a feature where there's like financial financial contractual obligations if money is exchanged. Because apparently, like there's this Netflix special <laughs> scam. Um, I can't remember. Was it two hundred thousand million? Something like one guy was just serially scamming women, um, and I feel like he was able to do that because. People go off like verbal agreements. You have to prove that. You can't prove that. So I think a lot of people do get scammed for money on these dating sites. And if you actually were able to enter an agreement, at least if you get screwed over, there's like something to take to court. I don't know. That's just me. Because I hear about people getting scammed. Mm. Interesting. Like some dating insurance. I feel like dating apps really... I mean, they're all like visual based, right? And I feel like they really cheapened 
human beings. Because, for example, if you get Tinder, it's pretty much you swipe left or right based on a person's picture and age. So I feel like a dating app that is a little bit more rigorous, that doesn't allow you to swipe right or left so quickly and easily and based on your just most, you know, the most superficial instincts that you have. Maybe one that doesn't show pictures of the people. Ah, oh, you took my idea. Oh. <laughs> but I love that. It's almost like when you, even if you're not going to read all the terms of agreement, the way that you have to scroll to the bottom to hit accept before you can move forward, right. you actually have to learn about the person yes. before you can move forward to the next individual. That's that, interesting. That's literally what I had. I was going to say there should be no pictures allowed. Mm-hmm. everyone that creates a profile needs to create like a well thought out bio right. mm-hmm. and there should be a cap at how many swipes you can do in like mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then maybe even like giving feedback about why you have swiped left on some, some people and swiped right on some others. And then maybe you should ask yourself, what does that tell you about yourself and what you're looking for? Mm-hmm. Should just feel like it should go deeper. Yeah. Does that feedback go back to the person? Yeah, that, that could get <laughs> left against. Sorry. Does that does that feedback? No, I don't think it should. I don't think it should uh, <laughs> cross over to that person. But just for that person, maybe to start thinking more deeply about themselves and what they're. Yeah. Mm. Can you imagine like professional development and self reflection built into a dating app? Yeah. That would blow people's minds. I swiped left mm-hmm. because she was a conservative. And I'm a moderate. <laughs> <laughs> they sound good in theory, but I wonder if people would actually like take the time to, for example, provide feedback. I mean, if it didn't work out and you're you're not into that person, I feel like it's it's awkward. It's because correct me if I'm wrong, sometimes it's just a feeling. You described yeah, it as a hit, right? It's like yeah, a yeah, it's like a feeling. It's hard to like mm-hmm. pinpoint and you don't want to hurt the person's mm-hmm. feeling. So a lot of the time it's easier to just like cut it off mm-hmm. coldly. Um, that might actually save some anguish because what you don't like in that person and you, they think they need to change may cause them to change in an inauthentic way. And then like foregoes their ability to like meet someone who actually likes them for that particular um, trait. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's interesting. So you're saying that you shouldn't provide feedback, Kirsch? I'm saying that I think it's good in theory, but I think it's in practice as all, as we've all dealt with, it gets very hairy, right? Um, Because it's an awkward conversation. So I feel like people, these dating apps take advantage of the fact that we want to do that quick cutoff and not go into that like deeper conversation. I mean, I'm opening it up. If, If you, if anybody on the call is like, like actually feels good about providing that feedback, I would like to know. Well, one thing I think that there could be a rating system or a feedback system on is ghosting. That way it just forces everyone (laughs) to be an adult (laughs) and just Just not ghost, own up to if you're interested or not, and then not keep the other person guessing. And then everybody gets to keep it moving. So I feel like if you were somebody who was typically one who would ghost, there would be an accountability factor where somebody Mm -hmm. would be able to let you know if it did work, if it didn't work out, and if they ghosted in the process and making that very transparent. So that way everybody figures out how to start actually communicating versus just disappearing. How would you rate the ghosting meter? (laughs) (laughs) How likely to ghost? (laughs) 10 out of 10. I feel like sometimes ghosting is more 
it's better for the person being ghosted to just be ghosted than for them to know what it is that the other person didn't like about them. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, there could be so many variables. Yeah, you don't want to even, sometimes it's just you're caught out up. of mercy that you're not telling yeah. If the feature requires the person to rate you on your ghosting, then maybe that could be one way to hold people accountable or let other people know, like this person, just so you know, is a ghoster. So <laughs> don't take it personally. Five times in the last twenty Stay days. Stay away from him. Stay away from her. Uh, we're getting into the social credit now, score. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. exactly. Cancel culture on the dating apps. <laughs> All about accountability, personal development, that self-reflection, Aluia. I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. So let's let's shift into a, a very similar topic, but it's more on the lens of social media. This was a topic that you all talked about last year that I didn't get in on. And I remember listening to it and I was like, no, no. Like I, I fundamentally disagree with that. I disagree. Oh, I agree with that. I, I remember I was having like a field day listening to that episode. But let's let's bring it up just for just for the sake of and perhaps, you know, our views have changed. It's been a year since we had that last episode. So perhaps there there's perspectives that have changed. So social media, the, 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 the question that I want to pose out there is how much should you share specifically around like your significant other, your personal life with the world? I know Noel and I. <laughs> go back and forth on this debate. Aloe, you had some interesting uh, perspectives. Did you want to share or just give kind of like a Cole's notes on, on what you uh, shared last year and has it changed ever since? I don't remember what I said last year. <laughs> <laughs> I, but she was that convincing. I, I, this, this is I remember it vividly. Okay. Hirsch, correct Here me if go. I'm wrong. Hirsch, okay. correct me, step in here and I, I, don't, I don't mean to, to, to slander yeah. anything, but Aloe was very in favor of you know, sharing, like sharing your life on social media, especially about your significant other. What? Uh, that does not sound like me. <laughs> am I, am I, am I, am I, am I wrong? I do not think that was me. Or was it Zenny? I might have to roll the tape. I might have to roll the tape. <laughs> we have aged in this pandemic. I'm telling you, we don't even remember. We have like. I don't think that was me. Light recollections. I think. Um, it, no, it I think I said yeah. the opposite, actually. Yeah, I think you. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm not in favor of oversharing on social media. I think that we're living in a time where people are, I actually personally think like the more I have this, my personal like theory is that the more people share, the more they're trying to hide something. <laughs> and okay. I feel like usually like if you're very secure um, in your relationship, you don't feel the need to constantly push your relationship online. I don't feel the instinct to, to share. Like whenever mm-hmm something cute is happening or we're having a, a romantic moment it does not dawn on me that I should that I should post it yeah. I don't feel like it's a public thing I feel like it's completely private it depends on like where you're at what your circumstances are I feel like this is a very personal mm-hmm. um, matter because yeah, yeah, let's say you you are there's some people that share for, for vanity mm-hmm. um, and that's their own thing too right like if that's what floats your boat that's fine but there are some people who maybe away from family maybe like they especially now that we're we've dealt with lockdowns may not be able to see each other as much and some people feel like okay this is a way to update my larger group on what's going on in my life yeah. which is which can be nice right yeah. like allows people to kind of keep in touch um That's true. so yeah as long as you're not doing tiktoks together 
That's where I draw the line. Like if you're doing that's never gonna happen. dances together, that's never yeah. gonna happen. Please, please, please hurry, say that louder. Please not not say that louder. If you're doing TikTok dances together, that's where I draw the line. Like if you see that, you please. are encouraged to contact the authorities. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not doing that on my own will. And by the authorities as parents. <laughs> I should say though, I do have like a private Instagram account with just like a few dozen people with okay. some close friends. There I post like crazy my husband okay <laughs> because i feel safe there that's like a safe place for me okay but public instagram has hundreds of people who are not close to me so i'm speaking from the perspective of sharing my family life with people who yeah. don't really know me don't care for me i just i don't feel like completely safe posting all the time major events mm-hmm. not all the time yeah i think last year i said something similar like basically like i everyone on my instagram i know them so I don't feel I don't feel compelled to share it necessarily, but if I do want to share something, I don't feel like any sort of pressure or like I don't feel any type of way at all. Actually, just I know them really really well. Most of the people on my Instagram. So, but I I do think that last year I probably had a dip like a dim view on how this sort of plays out. Like I typically never used to think or appreciate the importance of people who like to share stuff on their Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, I'm the type of, oh, well, you don't have to take a picture of everything. You don't have to share every single moment of your life. But I do also think uh, I missed one aspect of it, which is it's sort of generational, like social media use, right? Like people my age, they're actively trying to unplug or like go offline, right? We've had Facebook our entire lives, basically. Since I've been in high school, I've had access to Facebook, right? Um, but I've learned like the younger generations of people, like everything is online. Everything is on social media. They have a, they have multiple TikTok accounts. They have multiple Instagram, they have burner accounts. They have all these things. Right. So showing your affection to someone online, that might be just like new love language for people who are younger or people who are living in the social media, social media age. Uh, so like I've tempered my views maybe a little bit. I don't, I, I get it, but it's not necessarily for me. Right. I, I draw the line at uh, TikTok dances. Please, <laughs> I'm not going to be co-opted into any sort of fad or whatever. I'm just uh, I'm just going to let other people do it. Why not? I think that's totally fine, right? That's totally fine. Yeah. Never say never. Never yeah. say never better. I, if my daughter were to come to me and be like, "Let's do this," that's okay, nice. that's fun. I, I, I might exactly. See, there's a line. You've already identified the line. <laughs> Got me doing Moana or something, you know, I, I don't know. It's going to be something like that, I feel like. Yeah, and I'm the same. Uh, it goes the same for me as what Eloy has said. It really depends. Like, my Instagram is pretty personal. Everybody I have on there um, are folks that I know. And I have gone out of my way to make sure that even in my username, it's really difficult to find me because I have a fairly unique name as well. But my Facebook, for example, where I have, um, you know, acquaintances, work friends, I'll post a few things on there just so like, you know, some of those um, people that I've, I've met through my social and professional networks um, can learn a little bit about me, but I'm definitely not, I don't, I definitely don't share in the same way that I might on my Instagram, where it's mostly just family and friends. So it really depends on the platform and who's able to see my content. Uh, my, if, if, it, if it makes you feel any better, I also have an X in my name if it's spelled in the Somali way. <laughs> so there's no my, my, name, 
Just to throw a little wrench in it. There's no H in the Somali <laughs> alphabet. It's only H is, per, is with an X. So oh. I, yeah. I am in the same boat as you are. No, mine is like really embarrassing. It's like Miss Zen XOXO underscore. Like it's really difficult to find me. <laughs> I, 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 I need to adjust this. My, my Instagram name is my, like, my full Govy. So oh, yeah. I, I think I need to change that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need to. Uh, I, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Hassan, yeah. No, just, just quickly. Um, I think I agreed with uh, Aloe's first point last year. And I think I, I, I agree it agree with it again now um i'm fairly private on instagram although i don't have a second a second page where i'm like more open with it just because yeah I, I guess that need isn't there for me to 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 go out of my way to to share with people who i might have met once and then never really been around that much like again or people who i'm like a little bit more closer with but i see on the regular in real life so i've been fairly private as far as like private life goes um for for Instagram, the story might get used more, but not not post so much these days. I feel like the minority here that just needs to reveal myself. I wouldn't call myself an oversharer, but I think part of it is like working in social media because I work for a social media company. Everybody's constantly using that as shorthand, like, oh, it looked like you had a great vacation, or I love seeing what you did this weekend. So it helps you almost connect the dots with your with your teammates or whoever it may be. So I think that's part of where it comes from. But definitely ever since meeting Ahmed, we feel very differently about social media. So I've either done less that I typically wouldn't have thought twice about posting. Or I do that thing where I look at him, I'm like, can I post this? And then he gives me a yes or a no. And then I don't fight about it. I either go for it if I get my green light or if it's a no, I'm like, okay, understood. I'll keep it moving. But I think it's part of it is it's, I liked what you brought up, Eloia, around like if it's a private special moment, I think there are some people who feel strongly that it all needs to be out there. And I feel like I love that you brought that up because some things I believe as well are meant to be just between you and your person or you and your family or you and your child or whoever it may be. But I pretty much just love trolling my husband on social media. Like if he's sleeping on a plane, it's probably going on my story. If he's sleeping on a train, it's probably going up. And then if I get the feedback later, I'll know what to do with it. But I have a good time sharing just enough, but not an overshare to where people know every every moment of every day. And to your defense, like to Hirsch's point earlier too, there's there's almost, and I'm paraphrasing what Hirsch said earlier, but there's almost, there's a sincere element to what you're posting or when you're sharing. My, my biggest beef is not like you sharing with like the world, it's like the people that consume that content, right? Because we live in a pandemic, you know, there's a lot of mental health issues out there. I'm a firm believer in evil eye. And, and, and my wife and I talk about this all the time. Like, like people are very envious. And, and, and like, for me, it's just like, I, I like to protect myself from that as much as I can. Uh, but I think there's also a happy medium where like, if you have an account, like, like Aloia does, where you know, you have like this very close family and friends and, and you want to share it with them, then then I'm okay with that as well too. But yeah, um, maybe I'm just a cynic, but that's kind of the, 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 the reason behind my madness. So I want to shout out a lot for posting because 
I mean, I only see you through Noel's post. So she's like, both for both of you. Half of the time I'm sleeping. Half of the time I'm sleeping. He does a lot of sleeping. He's in REM a lot. That's that's a good policy. That's a good policy. (laughs) Yes. Ahmed, to your point about evil eye, I actually was having a conversation with a friend of mine who uh, she's been having some issues um, in her life. She was having issues like, um, getting pregnant and she actually left Instagram because she couldn't bear seeing people posting their children's first birthdays or really announcements. Yeah. So I think that that is something that I'm also very aware of when I'm posting that sometimes when you're posting about your life, you're coming from, you, you have a, a privilege, right? That yeah. other people haven't yet been fortunate enough to have. And so it can sometimes feel like showing off or, making yourself vulnerable to people's to a negative feeling that someone could have right mm. evil eye is not necessarily evil right envy is natural and, and it happens sometimes when someone has something that you want really really bad and i don't ever want to make someone feel that way for something that i have 100 100 like even like like in, in, in my realizations my conclusions that i draw are from like my own personal experiences it's like if like i am prone to being envious like even if it's like a like a, like a small percentage of it, like, but I'm like checking myself in the process, right? Like maybe I'll like, you know, send a prayer to the person because like, I acknowledge that like, maybe there's like a, a slight bit of envy there. Imagine like for people who, who, who aren't in a position to check themselves, right. Or who aren't like self-aware to do so. So um, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up, I grew up in a, a culture where like the evil eyes like ever present and yeah. you know, I would get from my mom, like, you know, don't post stuff on social media, you know, the evil eye, you know, it's going to come get you, you know? And mm-hmm. like, I know a lot of people don't take it seriously. And like, obviously it's not like super scientific. Right. But there is this feeling sometimes that, you know, you put your stuff out there that not everyone is going to like it or, or whatnot. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. I think it comes from, sometimes we disconnect ourselves from the fact that, what people post, it's not their entire lives. It's just a window in, into their life. And most of us post happy moments, right? So it makes, yeah. when you look at it and it makes people seem like, oh, okay, all they ever have are happy moments. But we all have ups and downs. We all have our, our not so happy moments. So I think I think a little perspective when, when you go on to Instagram is probably necessary. And I think if you do feel that sort of way, like, you see something, you're like, oh, why can't I have that? Or why can't I pop bottles? Or why can't I go on a jet? Or why can't I do these things, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's sometimes good to just unplug and just yeah. move away from it. So I, I don't, I don't, I actually, I think that's actually a very courageous thing that that person did to just get off Instagram entirely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that good probably helped. Good I'm not going to lie, it probably good helped. Her. You know? So, and, but I also think it depends on if you're dating or if you're in a relationship, right? So if you're in a relationship, you might not need to like show how your lifestyle is or, and people are fine, right? They just assume, you know, you're becoming more private, but if, if you're single, you know, you might want to show that you're interesting, right? Show you're appealing. Like the more you post naturally, the more the chances are for engagement. Someone can say, oh, that's really cool. Like, where did you end up going for vacation? You know what I mean? I like, I feel like the conversation changes. If you're single and you're not posting at all, but 
the perception might be like, oh, this guy's a weirdo. Like, why is he watching all of our stories, but like not saying anything? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm being real, right? Like that's that people will wonder, like, why don't you use it even though you're online all the time? So it's one thing to not even be online. But you're like lurking everyone and you don't post anything. That's when red flags start to go up, right? So I feel like if you're going to disconnect, it's probably better for you to do a full disconnect. Yeah. And be like hiding in the shadows, you know, in the bushes. Hashtag no lurking. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to pivot for a second. I can't believe I just used that word on a Sunday. Shift gears. (laughs) Or shift gears. Podcast lingo down. (laughs) Or shift gears. We're going to shift gears. First podcast team. I'm new here. I'm still figuring it out how we go. Okay. So let's shift gears for a second. So we've talked about social media. Um, We've talked about what that means in relationships. And when you agree and disagree with your spouse, I'll tell you that we're we're still considered newlyweds. I think it's been about six months. I think up until our one year anniversary. Okay. We're still newlyweds. Okay. So one thing that I often get asked is what's new, what's different. And the thing that I think about most often are the quirks that I never saw coming that I'm now learning Mm -hmm. about my spouse now that we're together 24-7. So I'm curious. I'll throw it out to the group. What are some quirks that you have learned about your spouse or your person? And, you know, some that may have surprised you or some that you may have in common. Please, let's start with Hassan. (laughs) 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 Very funny. Very funny. Yeah, nobody, it should be interesting to hear this. I'm nervous about mine. <laughs> I got a list. I've been writing them down. I have one. <laughs> a list. All positive. We're going to keep it all positive. No, there's no fun in that. Our viewership is down if it's positive. I'll say this. Hirsch always falls asleep with his phone in his hand. And I know he's fallen asleep when he drops it on the floor. <laughs> Literally every night. <laughs> So literally every night I will hear it like, it's just silent for a few minutes. And then, and then I'm like, all right, he's, he's falling asleep. Even if I'm like, <laughs> if I hear a phone drop, I know he fell asleep. Olivia, I'm, I'm working that. with the opposite over here. Ahmed will not have his phone in his room and his new thing that I have not subscribed to and will not be subscribing to is no screen time a full hour before bed. So I'll even be in bed just scrolling. He won't be anywhere near my phone. And even if I see something I want to show him, he won't even look at me. (laughs) This man will turn his head to the left so he doesn't see the screen and I have to read to him what I want him to know. That is really healthy. That's really I can't good, believe yeah. people actually follow that advice. Like I always yeah. read, I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> they say it's no, good for you. It's good for you. Good. You, you know your yeah, melatonin. Really you know screen time messes up your melatonin. You can get melatonin from shoppers, though. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the screen time thing. If we give our daughter screen time right before bed, like she's not sleeping, so I, I yeah. it, it does stimulate. It does stimulate. Yeah. But for some people, it's comforting to be in front of your screen as well i know people who are like they it's soothing and it helps them fall asleep in my own defense no it's better to be like in in my own defense thank you um, 
I, I'm not um, mindlessly like scrolling through social media. You're making moves, eh? You're making moves, eh? Yeah, I'm looking for investment opportunities. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm oh, searching God. personal finance. You know, I'm, finding synergies. I'm doing, I'm doing productive on stuff. Reddit. I'm on Reddit. Reddit is a great learning tool, by the way. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's some incel factions on there. So I, <laughs> I feel <laughs> some of the people on there seem angry. However, um, you know, when reading about like um reading through amas from 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 experts so those are ask me anything so and you really get into a way you get a window into certain topics that you wouldn't have otherwise mm-hmm. and with it with having a child and, and raising a child your time is compressed i know patterns and you guys can probably sympathize on this like there's no real good time for anything your calendar as much as you try to make it rigid um, you have to have time for yourself. So between working from home, uh, raising a child, spending time with my wife, mm-hmm. like it, it, it goes into like, where do I find the time? Yeah. So it's just at the end of the night, I know it's probably not as healthy for my sleep hygiene. I, I envy Ahmed when he talks about his sleep mm-hmm. hygiene, because <laughs> I want to, do that. to be honest, it what sounds like someone who's retired. Um, oh, trust me. That brings me to my other list of quirks. Speaking of somebody who lives like they're retired. After you do the crosswords every night? I, no, I read. And like, I've, I've read that reading actually like helps you accelerate like how sleepy you get. And I've been doing that like the last month, mm-hmm. month mm-hmm. and a half or so. And like, I'm like, I fall asleep instantly. Is it because it's boring? Partially. Yeah. Like partially. Yeah. But no, it's like something about like the light, like being dimmed and then yeah. like, re- like, I don't know what it is. Like it's maybe, yeah, partially it's probably because I'm bored. Like maybe it's like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm forcing myself into boredom, but there's nothing wrong with being bored though. Either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I, clearly I'm a hundred years old, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, see, this, the thing is, I feel like we're all going to, as we, as we go through life, you know, navigate towards like your style of living. Yeah. Um, 70. So. You're just, you're just, <laughs> he got you're there faster. The <laughs> Overachiever over here. The other thing that I've learned about Ahmed is that he'll like pick up new quirks as well, which is very fun as a newlywed to keep figuring out what the heck is happening here. The most recent one is that I'll come home. So like if I go to the gym in the morning and then he'll head in to commute into the office if we're not working from home, when I come back, all doors are closed. We've got three different rooms and before we would just leave everything open and now everything's closed. And when I ask what's going on, the response is, well, now it's like a showroom. Yeah. So I know that for me, I like to keep our apartment tidied, but my thing is like the living room. If we go to bed and the living room is a mess, I I'm stressed as soon as I wake up the next morning. So that's me. But right now it's all about the closed doors for this guy. I used to be like that. And then my (laughs) child broke my spirit. Um, (laughs) He took joy actually uh, out of messing it up right before he goes to sleep. So we would like tidy it up and then he would open all the cabinets, throw everything outside almost as like a soft, um rebuttal (laughs) to like taking him to sleep so he's challenging i would like to know afterwards if you still feel like that yeah this by the way this isn't the ahmed's quirks question by the way so so feel free to share (laughs) whenever you're all ready but i do the list if you want to react anything i've got a list ready (laughs) 
<laughs> that actually leads me to something that we've had to deal with, which is me. I lived on my own for a few years before we got married. So I picked up a lot of bad habits, let's just say, in terms of like keeping a place clean and all that. Like it was always on my time. So I never bothered. Like I typically would clean my place before I go to sleep every night. Right. Um, so when we moved in together, you know, like a fight might start at any moment. <laughs> and I was like totally aloof to it. Like I was totally oblivious. Like what? what? What's, what's the issue? I don't get it. Yeah, just, do, just do it later. Right. And um, I am happy to say, happy to report. I've come a long way. I dare not say she broke my spirit, but <laughs> she, she broke me in. So, but now I look at it and it's like, if it's something like that, you resist. What you want to be a dirty guy? Like you just, you just want to <laughs> in your sink. You just you know. So it's like there's no there's no argument against you know someone who's saying I just want to keep my place tidy, right? So I know my favorite thing to say is is what I'm asking you for bad for you or for anyone in this house. <laughs> I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes on that one. <laughs> That's that a was triggering. That's You've been hearing that? Question. You've been hearing that? That was triggering. Wow. That's a rhetorical question. Wow. It's, and the way it's delivered is yeah, just gets wow. It's, you know, it wow. borders on infantilizing, but we'll <laughs> go into my feelings really necessarily. Just know. Hey, a, a clean home is good for everyone. So why not? Yeah. yeah. So you're doing great. Um, doing great. Yeah. Would you like to offer? <laughs> Of course. Yeah, like the, the 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 women here are just silent. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think you guys are skating on these. Uh, no, actually, these I have one that I learned about you, um, and I'm not sure whether or not it's negative or positive. But one thing I learned about Vether is that he has a lot of opinion on interior design, like so much. I did not <laughs> know he would have this much <laughs> input when we got married. So a little background, I worked for an interior when I was like 18, first year <laughs> university. I actually worked at, at an interior decorating company in Yorkville. So it was like a high scale type place. That explains um, So I learned a few things, but I wouldn't say I have a lot of opinions. I just, I, mean, I want 50% of the input, you know? That's a lot. lot. That's you know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's a lot. <laughs> don't get me wrong yeah. your home does not look like instagram ready but you know like i just want to get a nice coffee table but brother here has has a lot to say about what kind of coffee table we should yeah get. none that's destructive that's <laughs> very destructive so how long does it take you both to make decisions on on furniture you still don't have a coffee table blame it on the pandemic there's fashion and function okay there's fashion and function we have a toddler I'm fashion and function we have a toddler i'm nervous you know yeah. toddler trip and fall hits their head that's that's it's more about yeah. that you know yeah. So that one's a tricky one for me, you know? So, yeah. but I will say typically if it's something that we need, like I make the decision right away. Like I don't ever wait to make a purchase that is absolutely necessary. Like I just, I just want some input. Is that too, is that too, too much to ask for, you know? On this specific topic, better. Um, I think less is more for sure. Based on my <laughs> Yeah, same. Because we moved to a new spot and I would say I what had a hand in like 
three percent of the decision making by <laughs> <laughs> <have> a hand <laughs> and that's just confirming that that is just confirming that it was like it looked good but you know my wife has a very good um, eye for interior design so i'll give her the credit she deserves on that one and i just felt like it it, it all depends on um what design or palette you're going for she had a vision in mind and I felt like, you know, um, the vision in mind for me was just to avoid any, you know, disagreements and see how it played out. Uh, so yeah, it ended up going pretty well. Yeah, well we were together for a while. So I don't think there were any major surprises or quirks that I did not know about. Uh, the only thing is my wife's like style of persuasion is <laughs> uh, because she has such a good sense of humor i think i allow her to throw some zingers um, <laughs> that like you know uh, based on my upbringing i would have thought of as disrespect so <laughs> no i enjoy it because you know you always do you always um she's very very funny so you always need that moment of truth um some people don't use comedy and it can sound like a lot harsher than it is but uh there are times where i'm like damn like that was so funny um i feel disrespected but i also agree with the sentiment of what you're saying so i'm just gonna go and do it <laughs> so she's driven me to action in, in ways that i didn't think was possible do you have an example uh it's hard to think one off the top of my head okay think, no worries. um yeah come back to me i'll i'll, th I'll think of one that, that is podcast worthy yeah in a second no, no while you're thinking on that i, I want to hear hassan's quirk because i mean just getting to know him over the last couple of years on this podcast i i feel like there's like top five that that are podcast worthy <laughs> so some self-reflecting uh, <laughs> um I don't have like an immediate urge to like clean right away as much. I'll just usually get up, do whatever it is that I need to do, and then I'll get around to to, to cleaning like later in the day. Maybe it's not my first thought. Um, I've been told sometimes as bestie, it's it should be the other way around, but I don't know. Uh, I just accept it. It is what it is. So what I'm hearing is that you're an opportunist. Yes, <laughs> yes, and I'm beginning to recognize that throughout this uh, three-year-long pandemic. Without actually saying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have that example for you, by the way. Oh, you have one? Okay. Yeah, so I think of myself as a logistics extraordinaire, but I, okay, I'm very protective of my time. So this is my senior citizen trait of myself. Like, I, I like to have plans within the day, and I like to stick to what it is that I was doing that day. So my, my wife's a user of Facebook Marketplace. So we're going to give a plug to Facebook Marketplace. You can find great deals <laughs> on there. But she coordinates things in a way where you can pick it up. Like she has something that's 10 minutes away from something else that's 10 minutes away from something else. And you could do it all at once. So when she tells me to go pick up something, I don't, I don't want to feel like an Uber driver. So I just, I'm like... Okay, I'll pick up that one thing. And then she'll be like, pick up the second thing. 
And anybody who's driven their parents around knows how it feels like to not be told of that second thing or third thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you feel bad loser. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, just, just turn right yeah. here. Just turn you right feel, here. feel bamboozled. Right that seven o'clock plan you had with the mandem is getting pushed out <laughs> it, to it nine. Got tricked. It just got tricked. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting so, pushed out to 9 p.m. So it's like that feeling, I have a knee-jerk reaction. And I'm like, no, like I'm going to do the one thing. We agreed on this one thing. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm sticking to my schedule. Item two and three is like for another day. And then she'll be like, yeah, you know, well, with the price of gas and, you know, the fact that they're right beside each other, I would, I would hope that you would see this as an opportunity. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> lo and behold, like the price of gas is very high right now and they are pretty close to each other. So I'll like huddle with myself outside the house <laughs> and come to grips with the fact that, you know, the question was posed in a semi-disrespectful oh way. But How does this but, exchange happen? Does it happen over text? Is it ver- like... No, no, in person, right? It's in person. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We live together, right? So, so this is when I'm being sent out, like Santa's a little helper, right? So uh, <laughs> this is when I'm being dispatched as an Amazon worker. So, um, Wait till Musa grows up. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Then we can shift these to him. But uh, yeah, I'll just stand outside. I'll swallow my pride. She is right. She is right. I don't want to admit that she's right. But uh, I tell her, okay, uh, you know, if I have time, like, what's address number two or three? You know, I'll see if I, uh, I'll see if I have the chance to do it. And lo and behold, you can't, you can't concede fully. You can't. Yeah, you can't concede. Fully. No, no. There has to be an air of like suspicion there, right? Exactly. So I'll, uh, you know, I'll take address two and three, and I'll pick up all three because logically it was right. Uh, but I think it's those tit for tat kind of negotiations that make it funny when you live together. Good for you, Hershey. You know, while while we're sharing uh, anecdotes like this, I have to say, um, when Zenny was pregnant, first time, she would say things like, you know, if you're passing by the bakery, could you pick up some donuts or whatever it was, right? Only if you're passing by, right? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm not passing by. Okay, yeah, forget that. And I'd come home with no donuts. And then she would be really upset. And I'd be like, what's going on? Why is she so upset? Oh, I don't get it. What's going on? I then realized that if you're passing by means you better go <laughs> yeah. to the bakery. Find a way. Donuts. I don't care if your route was opposite. It doesn't matter don't if you're come back. Yeah, Do not okay. come back without donuts. That's literally what that means. So now for the second pregnancy. So our first pregnancy, we were trying to do all that like organic stuff and like <laughs> no soda, no fried foods, all that, right? The second pregnancy, I just, I didn't even fight it. It was like, I, I would go and get the donuts without even her asking, you know? It's just, there's some battles, Hirsch, that uh, they're just not meant to be won, you as, know? As they say, happy wife, happy life, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, you gotta you gotta step outside of yourself and know, you know? <laughs> yeah. outside of yourself. Get a different version, <laughs> the mandem, the mandem, get a different version though of the story. Well, <laughs> usually of you yourself winning. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> she asked me for a donut, and I was like, "I'll see," and she was cool with that because I'll see, right? And then that's all there is to it. 
Let me, let, let, let me know how that's working in a year, bro. The next, <laughs> yeah, next yeah, Valentine's yeah. episode. We'll talk about it. No, most, time, most times you're getting like, oh man, you know, you're a Malin. You know, you got you gotta show me the ropes. You gotta show me the ropes. And like, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just this just, just chill. This is a Valentine's Day special, so I, I figured it's it's only right that we shift into our Valentine's topic for today. I think last year what you what you all talked about was something more along the lines of flowers. Where do you get type of flowers from? Grocery stores are a no no. Thank you, Alawia, for that advice. I I, I heated it very greatly. So for this year, what I, what I want to get from you, and, and I'd love the the ladies' perspective on this, is when it comes to Valentine's Day whether it's where you celebrate or what you end up doing to celebrate, what is considered a big no-no? So I'll start just easy. (laughs) Just acknowledge it. (laughs) I think that's like step one is acknowledge that it's Valentine's Day. Everybody feels a little bit different in terms of what level of involvement they want to have or how special they want to feel or how much of an experience it is. But I think just basics, we like to just know that you realize that it's coming up. So I'd say like not acknowledging it at all, pretending like it doesn't exist would be my first no-no personally. So is it safe to conclude that if at some point you told me like Valentine's Day isn't a big deal, that I shouldn't, it's like kind of like a donut comment. Yeah. It's like, if you're going out for food and you're like, do you want anything? And I'm like, no, I'm not hungry. You should still bring something Got home because okay. I'm going to okay. end up being hungry. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Six months into this guys, I'm still learning. <laughs> it's kind of tough to think about what's a no, no, especially in the middle of a pandemic. And you know, like the, uh, the places we can go is a little bit, um, or could potentially be, you know, not a good idea. I mean, we already made a plan two weeks in advance, so maybe that's that's a good thing to do is to make sure ahead of time that you let your partner know that you're actually thinking about it. Like we've already figured out what we're going to do on that day. So instead of, yeah, I can't think of a no-no. That's right, fellas. I can think of what you do. Exceeding expectations. <laughs> no pressure. I'm actually barely meeting them, but you know, I appreciate it. <laughs> The most we've talked about Valentine's Day is the fact that this episode is happening. So that is we still got a week. You know what I'll say about this, though? Like, uh, I know this is like you ask the ladies for their opinion, but I'll just like chime in here. I used to try to do the thing where like I pretend it's not happening and then I surprise her. But Zenny's the type that she wants to plan everything and she doesn't mind it being fully transparent. So her having to wait until the very day to find out if i even got her anything drives her nuts and in her head if that's what happens i didn't get her anything like in her head it's like oh my god he forgot we right have dinner plans. so and i thought it's cool it's funny ha 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 it's not worth it it's not worth it so if, if your partner is the type that wants to just plan just plan it get ahead of it all right fellas just just and just let, letting defense, you know it to my defense it also sure there's a defense have yeah. kids like i need to know what we're doing for oh yeah day. yeah because i need to figure yeah. out who's taking care of the, of the babies yeah no also this, it wasn't like this pre-kids then um <laughs> I, I i'm not i'm not being patronizing Ooh. i'm just curious no, just I, a moment of reflection just genuinely curious um, <laughs> you know pre-kids it was a, a mixed bag let's just leave it there yeah. you know we'll just it seems like we got it all figured out this year, but it's only due to trial and error. Many, many errors, <laughs> many. And, and because of children who demand all your time. Right. So you have to carve out your own. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think I live in the middle of not needing and or wanting to know exactly what's happening, but just knowing something will happen and it doesn't have to be big or like a full on surprise, but we're going to do dinner or we're going to do an activity is like all I pretty much need to know. That way I have a sense that like time will be filled having, having time together. Yeah. Speaking of love languages, like quality time is like your love language. So, so I appreciate that. I'm flexing here, by the way, that was a flex. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say just um, before Valentine's day, you should just establish with your partner. Like if, if Valentine's Day is a very important holiday to them, because, you know, it just depends on the person that you're with. Some people might not wait for Valentine's Day. And then some people don't even want to celebrate Valentine's Day. So just meeting people where, where they're at and, and, you know, figuring out what their love language is and being able to, to give that to them, I think that would, that would help a lot and avoid a lot of conflict. Like for us, um, we never really celebrated Valentine's Day because, um, we also had like a anniversary of when we started dating in February, which was like a few days after Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. So I think it felt redundant to us. We never celebrated Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, Hershey, Marlon. Hershey's a lot of cost saving. A bogo, a buy one get one. Yeah, but after That's- we got married, we started, we started acknowledging it. Was it yeah. after or before Valentine's Day? It was it right. Was, it was right days. after. Yeah, a few days after. A few days. I, I I can't help but feel like that was calculated on Hirsch's part. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't help but feel that way. Yes, I figured out when all the chocolate was going on sale. Oh. Yeah, fifty percent. Fifty percent of our No, I mean I think um, we had quite a lot of I uh, think um, hallmarks. Yeah, hallmark celebrations. Yeah. Like we both have winter birthdays. Yeah. We had uh, our anniversary right. day. So it's like yeah. So it was like. You know, it's like back to back to back to back to back. And then Mm -hmm. this one seemed like the one, you know, obviously birthdays are very important. This one seemed like the one where it was like, it's nice, but it's because we have something like right after. Yeah. It's going to happen in one way or the other, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's okay. I mean, if you're going to hand in your assignment a little late, but it's uh, (laughs) a, you do a lot better on it than. I think just to not feel left out, we, we do something for Valentine's Day. Because yeah. everyone else is posting their, their chocolates and their flowers. Yeah, That's true. I feel like if social media didn't exist, I would care significantly less. Mm-hmm. But there's something about even not, I don't, I, I'm one of those people like when a day rolls around where everybody's posting, whether it's a Mother's Day or a Valentine's Day, I tend to choose not to post in general because it just mm-hmm. feels like, you already know everybody else is doing it, yeah. but I do feel like there's a little bit of like, well, what if people ask or this extra mm-hmm. pressure to care about it regardless. Mm-hmm. But I also, I like the point around just understanding how much they care. Cause like for me, I never want flowers on Valentine's day. Cause I'm so stressed about how much they cost. Cause I think flowers are right. just too expensive and they die too quickly. So I'd rather the money or the hustle of trying to figure out what to do, go into something that is not flowers, because as soon as I get them, I love them. But I have this weird complex of also being very stressed about how unnecessarily expensive they end up being. Noel, I totally agree with you there. And I always fight with myself too, about if I should feel that way. I'm like, but everyone else is getting flowers and am I being 
I don't know. I, I totally agree with you. I think they're so unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, it's like, they're so nice. I know. <laughs> can, can I, can I pose a question? Um, so, I mean, there is a new trend though of like dried flowers. Oh yeah. And better. Uh, someone sent a friend of mine, one of my girlfriends just sent me one, a, 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 a set or a bouquet of dried flowers. And brother was like, "What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> Who sent you dead flowers?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> not dead, preserved. Is there <laughs> like like dry. fake like fake flowers or no, like they're dried? Cryogenic. They're not plastic. They're not like plastic. They're uh, flowers. Yeah, yeah. Just or dried plants. out. You could also get some huh. plants too. Interesting. So last year, I know we came really, um, really hard on grocery store flowers. Is there really? Is there an opportunity to? To put that back into the mix? No, I think with the Listen. supply chain issues, you should be lucky. Can we give grocery store flowers a chance? <laughs> no, like you, nobody needs grocery store flowers on Valentine's I thought I would Day. ask. I thought I would ask. I don't, so, I feel like it's like a good, you're walking home on a Wednesday, you see yeah. them, you think of your person and you bring them home. That's great. Yeah. We love that. Yeah, Aloysia said the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And just to be clear, it doesn't mean no flowers ever. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes flowers are really special, but I think there's something around Valentine's Day specifically that just gives that extra level of stress for me personally. So, I, you know, just want to make sure we leave this conversation with, yeah. you know, just mm-hmm. knowing flowers aren't off the table. It might just be not a February 14th thing. Okay. I have a friend who, who's obsessed with flowers and she buys flowers for herself like every week. So yeah for herself yeah for herself because she okay. just wants to see them in her, in her home yeah so if you have a partner like that then you should get her flowers yeah last not, better, not from the grocery store yeah yeah <laughs> i think better last year said there's a difference between rabba flowers and like lava flowers yeah what about fortino's flowers Oh, oh Fortino's Fortino. nice. Fortino's, yeah. They a have a flower shop, shop in yeah, there. Yeah, they have a flower shop in there. I will not talk uh. to Blender about Fortino's. Flowers. <laughs> yeah, pro, right. pro, pro tip for everybody. I used to, I, I used to deliver flowers. Another one of my odd jobs in wow. 1819. I used to deliver flowers. If you want, if you don't want to spend a ton of money, just buy a bouquet. Because when you get a vase, they charge you for the vase and then all the extra time it takes to place the flowers in the vase and all that, right? And usually... They'll upsell you on the vase. The vase will be like 60 bucks, but the flowers will be like 30 bucks, right? So get a nice bouquet, nice ribbon on it. That's that's another thing. Then you can put it in water, try to preserve it as long as they can, right? So a little pro tip. Uh, not to not to expose myself here, like, you know, oh hey, if you want to cheap flowers, you know, this is how you do it, right? I typically get arrangements in a vase for Zenny on like a special occasion, right? Um, and I do agree, like. Wednesday afternoon, coming back from work or something like that, grabbing grocery store flowers. I tend to agree. So um, I didn't, I wasn't always like that. I'm like, flowers are flowers. Like if they're fresh, who cares like what they look like when you get them from the store? It just matters what they look like when you put them in a vase at home. But it's the effort. It's the, the coordination, you know, putting in an order for flowers, figuring out how to deliver it, writing a message. It's all about that kind of, part of the experience i think so i've come around i've learned that after you know some interesting conversations with zenny about the merits of grocery store flowers or not so um i do think that you know like when i was in school i didn't have as as much money right so that was the only thing i had 
available to me. The, the other thing, another cool idea that I've heard is um, to make like an event out of it. You could take your significant other to uh, a flower nursery and have them pick out the types of flowers. And because Zenny really likes plants. So one year I was like, let's drive out to a nursery and let's get a bunch of plants that you like, that you've had your eye on. And that'll be our way of spending time together, but also getting flowers, but also, you know, mm. me engaging with one of her hobbies, right? So mm. um, <laughs> experiences are the move though, like versus, at least for me, versus gifts and things like that, 100%. just getting yeah. to do an activity. Like even yesterday we were traveling and I'm very into candles. Like I will spend mm. an absurd amount of money on nice candles. It's like my form of self-care and self-indulgence at the same time. And he had this great idea where we found this place that was also doing workshops and it was like a very easy plug and play, like DIY candle making. And so we spent honestly, probably $10 more than we would have if we just bought it, but just getting to do an activity was such a nice way to spend a typical Saturday versus just Mm -hmm. spending money or him turning it into a gift as in like, if you were to just get me a candle or something. Mm -hmm. That's the benefits of living in a free country. Um, yeah, yeah. There's no pandemic here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But, uh, it's been really hard to plan. I, I know us in Toronto um, have kind of been dealing with that because things are closed and then open and then closed. Right. Um, so it's been a big challenge trying to do these things. And um, the fact that experiences mean a lot more to us as well like we're we're big on experiences and my wife will always tell me like yeah this is nice you know as a material thing but i would rather kind of like on a trip do something like you mentioned no longer yeah an experience on a trip as opposed to something that just kind of like stays in the house or is just like yeah yeah, static um so i think we've evolved batter touched on it as well like the flowers and chocolate. I don't know where these kids are getting the money from, but Louis <laughs> bags and Gucci bags, <laughs> uh, uh, like taking a photo of that, posting it on social media as a flex. Um, I think that was as, as we were younger, but as we've grown older, I think we've, uh, at least for us, kind of uh, yeah. saw the lens, the, saw it through like a commercial lens and we're like oh this is this is a huge money grab yeah. you know um and people get taken advantage of um like i, I remember a florist telling me like oh i'm running out of flowers so i have to charge you this and it was like double uh, what oh. she would charge <laughs> on a regular day so it's i a, knew that i would have told you don't buy me yeah so <laughs> right but there's all that pressure right um so i feel like we've it's 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 nice to move away from that commercial pressure um and do things that are a bit more meaningful yeah well speaking of pressure so i'm curious to hear from the group when valentine's day falls during the week should it still be celebrated or not it should be acknowledged (laughs) at the very least can you push it out to the weekend? So we, I'll go first on this. Okay, like we please. don't have any issues being like, Hey, it's during the week. It's going to be crazy. We have two kids. Let's do it on a day of the weekend where we can plan and do something together. 
So we don't have any issues with that. But I don't know about everybody else on this call. Yeah, our plan is on Sunday. Yeah, we're going to celebrate on Sunday. Because it falls on a Monday this year. Yeah. 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 I I think, yeah, I think it would require open and honest communication from from everyone involved pretty much to to schedule around a time where it makes sense for everyone. Obviously, because a weekday can be hectic, right? Right. I think if it's low key, like if you're doing DIY pizza at your place or something like that, I think it's easy to, if it's easy to do and it's not exhausting, but when you get into that space where it's like dinner and dressing up and all the coordination, it's definitely a weekend thing. Yeah. I think just for the, the formal factors, it should be acknowledged on that day because like we said, there's going to be a flood of posts, Valentine's Day posts online, and people yeah. are really affected by that. So something on that day, and then like at least an acknowledgement on that day, maybe flowers or a card or chocolates, and then you can do whatever you want after that. It's even better because it's drawn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have the batters of the world that are just totally flexing on social uh-huh. media. So you have to acknowledge it. And for the ladies, there's Galentine's Day now. So if you want to celebrate your girlfriends who just may not be hanging out with anybody on a Valentine's Day, you can just celebrate them being a good friend, which is a trend that I'm very much in favor of. That way, nobody feels left out. I don't know if guys end up feeling left out. I don't know if there's a guy. It's called the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Different Super time, Bowl. different place. Yeah. Do you guys feel left out when it's Valentine's Day and they don't have plans? Um, um I just I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I acknowledge. I don't know if I acknowledge it. Like if if I'm not have anything or anyone to do anything with on that day, it's yeah. one of those where I just kind of put it out of my mind. No, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Okay. I put it out of uh, my voice is not hitching right now. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know uh is it, hirsch is that something you have ever asked yourself i have you never position that um, you were offered like now? support to a friend because they're alone <laughs> on valentine's day so i think maybe that's the difference between guys and girls i'm never like checking in on a oh friend like yo bro like you good, it might bro. be like difficult for you uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not the first thing on on our minds I have that's to, the somali yeah, in you that's i have to admit <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, my community doesn't do the best with mental health so i don't even know if it's like <laughs> i don't know if that's how i've been brought up um mm. but yeah i think uh, i think if you if you're uh single as a guy funny enough i think birthdays are more stark than valentine's days in terms of reflecting on on finding a partner and i don't know what it is because i think there's so much pressure on as you as you get older and older your family like brings it into scope Mm -hmm. and they throw shots you know like (laughs) from the somali community you won't you might get a call on your birthday as if as a guy as you get older your mom's like hey happy birthday you know so when are you going to settle down but she's never going to call you on valentine's day right so Mm -hmm. i think culturally like yeah it's, it's it's it it doesn't resonate as much and as much yeah. um yeah i don't i don't think like we take that much of a big deal about it well it was a really good conversation everyone today thank you all for 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 making it out and giving your perspectives we covered a lot 
That was a really fun. That was really fun. Yeah, really fun episode. Yeah, really great episode. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is probably going to turn out pretty well. Thanks, you guys. Thank you all. Thank you all for for making the time, for for sharing your perspectives, for also being a little bit vulnerable, and by vulnerable, me being vulnerable and sharing my quirks. And <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, yeah, it was a it was a really good conversation. Mm-hmm.